You're listening to the Vendo Podcast. Hi, everyone. Um, Pablo is here with me today to cover um, some Walmart.com advertising. Um, so we're just going to dive right in. I'm going to share my screen and we're going to get started. Perfect. Pablo, can you see my screen? Yes, I can. Okay, great. So to start, you know, everyone here should know who Vendo is. Um, we're obviously a full service e-commerce agency, but more specifically right now, we're going to be focusing on walmart.com. Um, and we're going to kind of walk you through the fundamentals of what it takes to make your page be ready for advertising. Because we all know if our, if our content's not ready, then our ads are not going to convert the way that they should, right? Um, and then Paula's going to walk us through that piece. Um, he has a ton of knowledge in that area as someone who's come from Walmart. Um, and then I'm going to kind of walk us through, you know, what do we need to know before we launch our campaigns? And then um, what does our structure need to look like and, and how we adjust that for Q4? So Pablo, I'll let you take it from here. Sure. So yeah, essentially the, uh, the standards that Walmart has for content are there to help customers uh, engage with products correctly, to be fully informed, making decisions. Um, this will also help with SEO, being discoverable uh, on Google and helping drive conversion. So what I'm about to walk you through is through Walmart's style guide. Um, we pulled together the, the important pieces of information that are on each of the style guides uh, that are catered uh, to each department. And I'm going to walk you through um, the different aspects that we need. So going into imagery, copy, reviews, and the vibe box. So what you'll see from this slide is the most important thing is just to have complete, accurate, relevant, and engaging content. Walmart doesn't necessarily want you to copy their content directly from Amazon. If you have Amazon listings, they have their uh, specific method um, of how they want the reviews to look like and and their content so with image requirements um, there's a lot of logistical information here essentially uh, the point is you want high quality imagery so that you can you're able to zoom in on the product um, and the primary image should be should have a white background or transparent background so that the image is bold. There are some a few examples there. These work great. This captures the customer's attention um, and looks really clean, especially on the new website that Walmart's rolled out. Yeah, and to kind of hit on that too, I will say if you notice, um, if you've shopped on Walmart.com before the unified experience, um, the main images were slightly smaller. So now when you have that clean um, white background image, it's going to stand out a lot on the page um, in, in a larger way than it did before the site. Exactly. Great point, Michelle. And if you're in grocery, you can highlight the, the number of items that are included in your package. Um, it's, if you search for grocery items on Walmart, you can see some examples of that there. You can go to the next slide. So with lifestyle images, um, you want to have a very creative design. Um, make, it, make sure that your item stands in the forefront. And specifically looking at grocery, you can show um, items with uh, in recipes, um, in kind of a presented meal. Um, you just wanna make sure it looks nice, it captures customer's attention and kind of drives inspiration as to customers so that they can say like, oh, I can use this product for X, Y, or Z. Yeah, absolutely. I will 
very much admit that I'm one of these people that uses pictures online for inspiration for cooking. So definitely it gets me as a customer. <laughs> Perfect. So um, you have uh, several images that you'll want to have on your product display page. Um, Walmart wants a minimum of six. We recommend eight images. Um, what you'll want is first you'll have your primary silo image and then you'll have the, the side image, the back image of the product. You'll also want to include any lifestyle images in there. Um, and then also include an image for your nutritional information, or if you have a non-food product, any uh, helpful information, such as the size of your product, the dimensions, the, the weight, anything like that, that can be helpful to the customer um, and kind of like the benefits of using your product. Um, so those are, kind of important to keep in mind. This example here is the Vital Proteins Beauty Collagen. Uh, this has a 95% plus content score. Um, if you scroll down, Michelle, real quick, um, you'll see that we have our short description there. And then um, it's, it's brief, it's to the point, and then we have a few uh, key highlights that we wanna include. Perfect. Um, I also like to note too, um, and we see a strong correlation as well with advertising performance and um, how how our items look online, right? Like if we don't if we don't have the correct images, if we if we don't have the correct copy, you know, that's all going to influence our ads and how they perform. And and I think that's one of the key pieces that we wanted to drive today, and why we started with going over the foundational pieces, because if if we're not hitting those um, content quality score metrics. Um, one, Walmart's not going to be happy with us as a supplier, and then secondly, um, our ads are not going to perform at the caliber that they should, um, just based off of our previous experience with that. Now on to copy. Yeah, so jumping into copy. So essentially, Walmart's major point is that you're direct, that you have an active voice, and that you're not copy-pasting from another retailer, typically Amazon. They want their content to be unique. Um, they want it to... Uh, not include any fluff, uh, anything that makes it, you know, a long read for the customer. Because if the if the site description is too long, the customer won't take time to read it. However, if it's brief to the point, includes benefits and useful information, uh, this will be very beneficial to help drive conversion. Yeah, and so, I will say the one we see, uh, not to interrupt you, but the one we see people copy a lot is um, frequently suppliers use the all text format on um Amazon, I know you know exactly what I'm talking about. And Walmart's algorithm does not like when you have an all text bullet point. So just a quick tip there for all you suppliers, please don't copy and paste your, your full all caps uh, bullet points on walmart.com. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Great point, Michelle. And which leads us right into the product name guidelines. Um, so Walmart does not want any like additional excessive keywords thrown in to your product name. They want your brand name, uh, the product, any uh, essential uh, attributes or features such as color, flavor, anything that is important for the customer to distinguish right away. Um, for example, with uh, grocery, oftentimes uh, is flavor is um, like 100 calorie uh, or the six count, the 48 count, um, that's important for the customer to know when they're looking at the image, the product name, and the price that corresponds to that. So um, that's product name with shelf description. Um, so this is going to be um, your product highlights. 
And essentially you want to have your product name and this will be an HTML format. You want your product name uh, in bold and then every feature below in bullet point. So you'll notice there's different examples there. You can have longer phrases or sentences or you can keep it short and sweet. Um, it, it'll depend. I recommend short and sweet. It's very easy for the customer to read the benefits. Um, and Walmart recommends typically at least four, if not more, uh, bullet points to include. Awesome. Um, with the site description, uh, obviously there's a lot of different requirements here that Walmart uh, is looking for. Um, it's essentially a list of what to do and what not to do. Um, it's important in your site description um, to include at least 60 words. Um, it, it's included in HTML format, um, simple paragraph form. And throughout your site description, mention your products that include the product name in there, include any keywords that are essential for search, um, and make sure it's not copied from Amazon, um, make sure it doesn't include any extra fluff, um, and it, it should be clear and conversational when you're writing this. So, um, you know, nothing super excessive, nothing super anecdotal, everything, you know, kind of succinct. Absolutely. Um, similar here with the site description, um, this, um, you'll want to add, you know, more key features and um, not including promotional text. Um, so it, it's it's similar to the, um, the shelf description from slide two. Yeah, absolutely. I look at the key features as like just adding on to your shelf description, right? We know the shelf description is usually the first few of the key features um, and this just kind of gives you a little more space to add in those additional bullet points that you want to include. Yes, exactly. Um, the other thing apart from your, your copy and your imagery is you want to make sure you have imagery. Walmart um, asks their suppliers to have 25 plus reviews on all their items with at least a four plus star rating. Um, and this is just uh, an excerpt from Bazaar Voice, um, Walmart's partner in, in, review, in reviews. Um, essentially what this is saying is they've seen a huge increase in conversion uh, on items with um, more reviews. Um, Walmart has typically seen a huge jump from zero to 10 reviews. Uh, and then 25 reviews is kind of the the goal that they want to hit with all their items. So um, this is very important. There's uh, different programs that you can use to get your uh, reviews syndicated from your own site or send samples to customers, but it's, it's essential to have this um, on all your items. Yeah, and I agree. And, and we've gotten to the point too where our team understands that this is a foundational piece. Um, I know originally when I kind of started working on walmart.com, um, reviews were kind of on the back burner in terms of what content we were trying to optimize. But now in this day and age, you have to have reviews. Um, we all know that as a shopper. Um, I'm personally not going to buy an item without reviews. Um, we like to know what other people see and what other people feel about products. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's very safe to say we know this drives conversion and, and Bizarre Voice speaks to that um, very fluently. And and feel free to look them up. They're they're one of Walmart's preferred review partners, um, and we strongly recommend recommend at least working with someone to syndicate from your D 2 C site. Yes, exactly. And then the final piece um, would be to make sure you're winning the buy box. So um, specifically, 
um, talking about marketplace sellers, you'll want to make sure you have the lowest price. Um, if you do not have the lowest price, Walmart will prioritize the supplier that offers the lowest price on their listing because um, Walmart is uh, very strictly focused on everyday low prices. So um, that's a number one priority if you want to win the buy box with Walmart. Uh, the second thing would be to remain in stock. So whether you're a marketplace supplier, Walmart owns your inventory, or you do drop ship, uh, the drop the dropship program with Walmart. You want to make sure that you check your inventory daily, that it's feeding in correctly, um, and that you're remaining in stock. Because uh, once you're out of stock, you're removed from the buy box, and it gives an opportunity to, for other suppliers to win the buy box. Um, third would be free shipping. Um, this kind of ties into having the lowest price. If you are charging your customers for shipping, uh, you are less likely to win the buy box. Um, and the fourth thing would be to make sure your item is published um, with Walmart's new site. Um, some items have had issues with being discoverable on site or just simply being published on site. Um, and this is essential to advertising to make sure that your items are discoverable. If customers can't uh, type in a keyword and find your item on walmart.com, um, you won't see any ROAS coming from your items. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and just to kind of wrap all this up before we move to the ad piece, um, essentially, you know, the three foundational pieces that you should have set in stone before you even consider running ads is your content needs to be A plus, right? Like you need a you need an above 90% content score, ideally above 95. Um, and then for reviews, right? Pablo said we want 25 plus reviews with a four or greater um, uh, review. What is that called? Sorry, like a four-star rating, essentially. Okay, I'll tell Nick to cut out my question. Um, and then lastly is going to be the buy box. So we always want to make sure we win the buy box. And, and a huge part of that is if you're not winning the buy box, your ads don't serve. So one piece of that is you are going to drive to a competitor's um, listing where they're promoting your item, but your ads aren't going to serve. So you have to win the buy box. Content needs to be great and reviews as well. So kind of flipping the switch here and um, moving over to, um, you know, wh what we need to do from an advertising perspective to win in Q4. Um, to start, I kind of wanted to do more of a broad overview of site placements and, and where our ads are going to live on site. Um, and I wanted to take a few minutes to talk about this, too. I know um, we've, we've done podcasts over this before, but with the new unified site experience, some placements have changed. Um, and we do also have additional placements available. So. To kind of start here, um, in terms of manual targeting, um, this is where, you know, we're going in, we're selecting the keywords to target. Um, and the spots available from that point of view is going to be the sponsored product carousel, which is uh, most often going to say products you may also like or similar phrasing to that. Um, and then the search and grid placement. So you can see right here, this is what shows up for remote control cars. So we're bidding on remote control cars and this is the ad serve, that's the search and grid placement. And then the same with the sponsored product carousels. Um, it, it is based on keyword targeting, but these can also be served on item pages too. And then kind of the last piece to the manual targeting side where is going to be search brand amplifiers. So these aren't necessarily called manual campaigns. They're called search brand amplifier campaigns. But this is all going to be 
what Walmart refers to as manual targeting, right? We're going in, we're selecting the keywords that we want our search brain amplifier to show up on. And this is actually now going to be living at the top of the search results, which is why um, we're strongly recommending our suppliers to um, engage in these campaign types, um, at least for some additional learnings. Um, we know, you know, this time of year is maybe it not, might not be the focus for our grocery brands, but for our toy brands, especially um, just, just getting the word out new, you know, new item launches, new brand launches. Um, this is a, a big way to make your brand stand out on the page. You know, you're going to get to pick your logo, um, your headline text, and then essentially you get to pick your item selection as well. So it's kind of a, an overview of, of what our placements are like from a manual perspective. Um, and then from the auto campaign perspective, um, we have two additional placements. So we still have the search and grid and the sponsored product carousel, just like the manual targeting does. But now we also add on the layer of buy box targeting. So auto campaigns are going to be based on the Walmart algorithm. Um, so unlike on Amazon, we cannot do specific product targeting. We can't plug in an item ID and, and drive specifically our ads to that page. But with our auto campaign, with the copy and our item type and the category that we're shelved under, all of this is going to add up. Um, oops, sorry about that. And um, our ads will then serve on, on our listings, on our competitors' listings, pretty much as long as your item is shelved correctly and your content looks good, which all this is going to tie back into that content. Um, then your, your auto campaign is going to be able to work properly and understand where your items need to be. Same for the personalized carousel. This one's going to be slightly different um, in terms of where it's targeted versus the buy box. This one is also going to take into account a little bit of customer history as well. So maybe you've shopped, um, we'll, we'll just stick with the Crayola example here. You know, maybe you've bought Crayola products before. Maybe you bought Crayola's competitor. Um, so just understanding what the customer is doing um, and serving those ads accordingly um, to ensure that they have the best experience on site because remember that's Walmart's end goal right is we want the customer to have the easiest and most successful shopping experience possible which is why everything that we say is just going to tie right back to that content and then a few pieces here um, and, and this is what we do on our team before you know we launch our campaigns right and, and we call this our Walmart category knowledge and the pieces that are going to play into that um, is going to be one keyword research, right? We we technically use a tool to start um, that, that is specifically for PackView. Um, we love our partnership with PackView. We, um, we've tried many others and we found the most success with their tool. So we're strong supporters of what they're doing and they're a great team to work with. Um, so yeah, we use the PackView keyword research tool. It gives you directionally accurate information. Um, for like what your items are gonna show up for on walmart.com. Then to add another layer of that, we use Helium 10. Um, yes, this is pulling from Amazon, we know that. Um, now we know Helium 10 is in the beta launch of Walmart, um, which we're still leaning more heavily towards what they're providing us via Amazon. Um, and then of course, Amazon and Google advertising data. Now, the caveat to this is not the, the Walmart shopper is not going to be exactly like your Amazon shopper. So you have to understand, you know, what the category is like and, and be able to use your own Walmart toolkit to understand where your ads need to be served, because it's not going to work if you copy and paste your Amazon targeting. You're not going to get the results that you expect to see on Walmart.
And we have unfortunately had to um, work with a lot of suppliers to help them understand that, right? But that's our job. You know, we're here because we we are the Walmart experts and, and we want um, to see your brand be successful. And then kind of the second layer to that, so we do the keyword research, right? Um, and then we do a competitor analysis as well. Um, for those of you that sell on Walmart, we all know Walmart doesn't really share a lot of competitor data. Um, it, it's basically up to the supplier, you know, to draw those conclusions and make decisions based on the category. Um, so one tool that we strongly recommend, and this is just speaks to the, um, the expertise that Pathview's team has and, and their tool in general, is their um, competitor analysis share of voice tool. Um, this tool is going to allow us to understand, you know, where is our share of voice in the category? What are, what are our competitors doing? Are they spending? Are they running sponsored product campaigns? Are they running search brand amplifiers? So just understanding more about what's happening in the space around you. And this has become um, very crucial to our new brand launches as well. You know, how much money do we need to set aside for on-site advertising? Just using all of this directional data to get us a more robust strategy for the year as a whole, or just for a specific item launch or, or any of those granular details that we might not be able to pull directly from like Retailink or Item360 and, and those tools that are Walmart's tools. And then lastly, from a competitor analysis piece is of course we're doing Walmart category research, right? We're looking at how the item is shelved. Maybe it's shelved improperly and that's why the ads aren't serving correctly. Maybe that's a conversation we need to have with our merchant team. So just understanding where we live on walmart.com and then layering up our keyword research and our competitor analysis, all to serve into one nice clean piece of information to where then we can go and build our ad strategy from there. Next piece I wanted to talk to is, is campaign structure. Um, and so this kind of has three layers here. So right, it's, it's item selection, goal setting, and maximizing your budget. Um, we know the, the question I get regularly is how do we know what items to promote? I think all of these um, build into each other because our item selection is going to be based on what's our goal? Is our goal to maximize return? Then maybe we should lean to um, promoting bestsellers. Is our goal to maximize impressions and brand awareness? Then let's lean towards um, slow movers maybe. Maybe we need to get some unit velocity going. So all of this is going to come into play of what are your goals? What are your team's goals? Are, are you new to Walmart? Then I would recommend more of a brand awareness strategy. So just understanding where you are in the scope of Walmart and how that's going to influence your advertising strategy. And then last piece is going to be maximizing your budget. Um, one of the key things that we use on our side, once again, I'm going back to Packview. Um, I am a strong supporter of them and their team, obviously. Um, and so we use um, rule-based and AI optimization within the PackView tool. So we're able to go in and create rules and say, hey, you know, we need to stay within this return. You know, our target is this impression level. Um, just understanding the, the KPIs that our brands care about um, and, and getting that down all the way to the campaign ad group level. So just understanding where we need to be and where we are and how we're going to get and then the last piece, um, and, and I'll uh, give credit to our CEO for this one. Um, he, he calls AI actual intelligence um, just because our team, right? Like we, we have actual intelligence over Walmart, over Amazon, um, 
And that's what our um, brands rely on us for, right? We know that their main focus a lot of the times is their D to C site, and we get that. But we're here to, get, to be their experts in the Walmart space and in the Amazon space. Um, and just like Pablo was saying, you know, we, we can tell you your content standards. We can tell you X, Y, and Z about what we need to do. But ultimately, our goal here at Vendo is to help you execute. So I like to call it the actual intelligent piece because it's, it's yes, you can, you can set up everything correctly, but understanding the space is, is a huge value add and, and it will help you be successful overall at Walmart.com. Awesome. Well, that's all I had. Um, Pablo, any last bits of advice for our listeners? No, um, I think just to summarize um, what you've said before, uh, content is king. You know, it's super important to have high quality content, um, have 25 reviews, four plus star rating, um, have your buy box uh, resolved. Um, and if you do end up partnering with us, um, Michelle will do a fantastic job of helping run your ads. So. Um, I have full confidence in her. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. And I would say um, my my last piece is going to be more towards maximizing your budget, specifically in Q4. Um, we all know that the competition basically doubles. I mean, um, I'm sure there's an exact number to that, but, you know, you have to be prepared to spend more in Q4. We all know that you've got to set aside the budget. And if you want to see um, improved results year over year, then then you've got to set aside the dollar amount for that. Um, so yeah, I, I encourage you to reach out to us if, if you have any specific walmart.com questions. We're here to help. Pablo is is amazing at his job as well. And I, I think I'll leave it at that. Thanks everyone. Yeah, thanks everyone. Talk soon.